name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Welcome back, guys. This is Jorge with my colleague here, Gabe. We're going to be going through episode three of Considerations. Uh, last week, you listened to Daniel's five chapters five and six. Uh, thank you for listening for those. Thank you for subscribing also uh, on all the platforms that we are on, um, especially YouTube. If you want to see our faces, if not, then that's fine. You could always listen to the uh, more most popular Apple uh, Apple iTunes. Um, this week, we're actually going to be going through Sermon 27 and 28 on our uh, beloved uh, St. Alphonsus Liguori sermons throughout the whole entire year. And the first one here is going to be an interesting one. It's called On Human Respect. Um, and the next one, uh, Sermon 28, is on the conformity of the will of God or conformity to God's will. So on Sermon 27, Human Respect, I always thought human respect was something always on the positive, right? Like, oh, it's good to have human respect. You know, you need to have respect for your fellow man. But according to the tradition, a human respect is actually a negative thing. So let's dive in. You want to you wanna read first? Yeah. In exhorting his disciplines to be the... Hold on. Where am I? Let me, oh, there it is. In, there it is. Thank you. In exhorting his disciples to be faithful to him under the persecution, which they were to endure, the Savior said, Yea, the hour cometh that who that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth a service to God. Thus the enemies of the faith believed that in putting Christians to death, they did a service to God. It is thus that many Christians of the present day act. They kill their own souls by losing the grace of God through human respect and to please worldly friends. Oh, how many souls has human respect that great enemy of our salvation sent to hell. I shall speak on this subject today, that if you wish to serve God and serve, save your souls, you may guard as much as possible against human respect. In the first point, I will show the importance of not being influenced by human respect. And in the second, I will point out the means by which this vice may be overcome. Okay. Self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. All right. So, but the question is here is what is human respect? It's, it's basically saying that if you have your human respect, you're going to lose your soul. Like God will hate you. So like, I will, what do you think that could be? Okay. So right off the bat, I think, because I haven't read this yet. I think that human respect is. Um, doing an act of reverence, performing an act of reverence for a person and not God and or respecting others for the sake of their approval and not God's approval. Mm. And I think that could be a slippery slope down this, a, 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 um, a slippery slope that could lead us to desiring the approval of others 
and not God. Yeah. I so I think I think that's what it is. I think I think you're right. Uh my when you said uh uh how do you call it? Well, what do you, what did you say the first definition part? I forgot. Reverence? Oh yeah. And I think it's um to make even a more distinction on that is giving reverence to a per- human person that's not due to them. Yeah. Right? So oh, yeah. So it's like um you know if you do it to the president there's a certain level of respect you do to a president because of his office they have to give reverence to or to a king or whatever but you don't do that to your neighbor you don't give that reverence or you could say like in the proper sense of the word piety is right you don't get piety in your neighbor no you don't give them that or to your friends right you don't give them that respect to them um yeah so on and so forth if you think I'm Excellent. wrong, put it in the comments Comment and quote and quote something that's real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, such lovers of the world, continuing what St. Alphonsus is writing here, such lovers of the world would not only glory in their own iniquities, they rejoice in most wicked things. But what is worse, they wish to have companions and ridicule all who endeavor to live like true Christians and to avoid the dangers of offending, of offending God. All right. So we have these other people okay so what's interesting here is he goes from um that human respect is what hurts christians but then he goes on to talking about people who make fun of or hurt christians themselves right so they they rejoice in the most wicked things but worse but what is worse they wish to have companions and ridicule all who endeavor to live like, like true christians and to avoid dangers of offending god so how many people have we met who make fun of us because we're faithful Christians, faithful Catholics? I mean, I probably hear it all the time. And also like, and I'm, I'm, and I hear from a lot of people, even within their own families and they make fun of him because he's the Catholic one, right? He's too Catholic. He goes to so, church too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never experienced it. Maybe only once I told my, I told someone that I, someone close to me that I was going to go to confession and then he laughed. Um, uh, but that was it. That was my only experience in my entire life. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe I just got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, he's going to go a little bit further too on like, cause I guess this happens all the time uh, because he, he went on this huge rant concerning those people. You want to read this next section? Yeah, this. Let's see here. This is a sin which is very displeasing to God, and which He forbids in a particular manner. Despise not a man that turneth away from sin, nor reproach him therewith. Therewith. Reproach, nor reproach him therewith. Despise not those who keep at a distance from sin and seek not to draw them to evil by your reproaches and irregularities. The the Lord declares that for those who throw ridicule on the virtuous, chastisements are prepared in, in this and in the next life. Judgments are prepared for scorners and striking hammers 
for the bodies of fools. They mock the servants of God, and he shall mock them for all eternity. But the Lord shall laugh them to scorn, and they shall fall after this without honor, and be a reproach among the dead forever. They endeavor to make the saints contemptible in the eyes of the world, and God shall make them die without honor, and shall send them to hell to suffer eternal This guy Alphonsus with his words. <laughs> yeah, I ignominy. Ignominy? Yeah. And shall send them to hell to suffer eternal ignominy among the damned. I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen that word before. Mm-hmm. What does that word mean? Public shame or disgrace. Public shame or disgrace. To suffer, to suffer eternal public shame and disgrace among the damned. He he is very colorful with the people that go to hell. Oh, he loves it. <laughs> this will happen to you if you do this sin. You will be mocked. You will be hated. <laughs> Man. You will suffer ignominy. So, yeah, you know he... What? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say something stupid. Go for it. Oh no, it's it's kind of crazy how like he, he's talking about human respect as we shouldn't fall in as faithful Christians, but he's like going at it hard against someone who is actually doing it to somebody. Like or or like mocking someone who's being you know virtuous. But yeah. then again, like Christians do that all the time. There there's a sense of jealousy among among the whole like the sanctified or the people who are holier than you, you tend to be more jealous of them. Therefore you're going to say stupid things like mock them and say, Oh, you, you don't like to curse. What are you? Blah, 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 blah. You know, Mm -hmm. you're better than me. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I still curse. I'm sorry. So, it's bad. We should stop. Um, I can't. We should. <laughs> I know. Um, that being said, I mean, but like, what? But another thing is, like, if someone says, "Yeah, I don't like watching that," I'm going to leave the room. Like, if they we're watching some sort of movie and someone says, "I need to leave the room. I can't watch this," I'm like, "Oh, I, I, I have to think to myself, like, dang, if this guy's not watching it because he's protecting his soul, should I continue watching it?" Yeah, I think and, that's and- a better question than mocking the guy saying oh this guy's is just a prude look at this guy leaving the room can't even handle a, a curse word here it's like dang you know that's so mind-blowing because you could sit there and the and, and the guy could be and the virtuous one could say hey this this scene is too intense for me because of expletives or nudity i, I need to leave yeah but then like we're not even phased by it yeah like this guy is like miles and miles ahead of us in, in oh, the yeah. spiritual in the spiritual life. I wonder I mean, what like would he would it be better for him to like scold us and saying what the hell are you li- like watching this crap? Yeah. Like what 
what what is better for him to walk away and say, and I don't like to watch this, or to say, this is shit. Why are you watching? Why are you filling your eyes with this, with this crap? Yeah, I feel like I would much rather prefer like a, a punch in the face of just <laughs> you're an idiot. Why are you doing? And then like the guy just stands up and like turns off the TV. Yeah, and then throws the TV out. Yeah, and then throws it by one face. <laughs> read the book. Go to confession. You want scandal? <laughs> read the Old Testament. Yeah, there's exactly. more than enough in there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh man! All right, next one. Uh, the immoral who boast of their impurities and can scarcely utter a word which does not savor of obscenity. Desire that all should act and speak as they do. Ah, kind of like what we talked about. I guess if you're malice, you want them to, you like, it's, I guess is the definition of peer pressure. Oh, you should do it. Come on. Just get drunk with us. Let's do it. It's not, it's going to be that bad. We'll take care of you. Right. Oh, man. And those who do not imitate their conduct, they regard as mean, clownish, and intractable as men with honor and education. Ah, so how many people say that Catholics are mean because they don't hold to their own positions? You don't believe in, you, you believe in that? That sounds super mean. That's kind of foolish. You're kind of behind on the times. Yeah. Intractable as men without honor and education. They are of the world, therefore of the world. They speak, First John chapter 4, verse 5. So another thing you may not hear when you're listening to us is that St. Alphonsus quotes scripture all the time. Yeah. And what I like about him, and if you've ever done any scholarship work, most of the time when people write, they only quote this passage and never write it out. He does both. So he'll say a statement, and then he'll basically have the repeating statement from scripture and or right. church fathers. It's so poetic. It's yeah. awesome. And so he'll, he, when he makes a statement, like cause a lot of the stuff that he says is like, whoa, that's kind of hardcore, but he backs it up with like three things that either that's all over scripture or from the church fathers. Yeah. And he'll like quote, like directly from the Latin. And I mean, you will see it maybe like in the future, um, but yeah, he definitely, oh no, is that from a different one? No, that's in the, um, what's it called? Uh, preparation for death. He quotes a lot of Latin. He doesn't even like there's, there, there aren't any footnotes. I mean, yeah, no, he doesn't know because he adds them into his paragraph. Yeah. Like 50% of what we're reading is, are just quotes yeah. from, from scripture. Yep, yep. And here we go. Worldlings can speak no other language than that of the world. Oh, how great is their poverty and blindness. She has blinded them, and therefore they speak so profanely. These things they thought and were deceived, for their own malice blinded them. You know, it's kind of funny when people like... I know people, and it's sometimes... Are, 
I, I like I pride myself with being able to talk to anybody about anything. And I have enough knowledge about a lot of stuff that I could keep a conversation about something that maybe not I'm not interested in, but I could like I have some knowledge. Um but what's crazy is that I've met so many people that talk about nonsense or not nonsense. I don't want to say nonsense. It's just very, very superficial. Yeah. And when they when you want to go deep into something, they'll laugh it off or change the subject or make a joke because they can't go into that subject. Yeah. Because they don't want to think. Not they don't want to think. I'm sorry. That's that's a little little too forward. It's I think it's just because they're too scared to talk about it. No, I think that what you said initially made sense. People are there's a difference between wanting to go on Instagram and wanting to read a book. The desire is different and the emotion is different. If you want to, so what I'm saying, so what I'm saying is, yeah, what I'm saying is this, that's the same thing in terms of conversation with a lot of people. Yeah. If you're going to talk about something that's thought provoking, that requires you to, to think more so than you usually do, there, there's going to be an apprehension because, again, they just don't want to think. They're not used to it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that that speaks volumes on, on, on those people because if they're afraid to have a more serious conversation, when is it ever appropriate to have a, a serious conversation with them? Mm-hmm. And when exactly. they do, and when, and when they, when they have to have that serious conversation, how will they react? Yeah. That that's very telling. Yeah. Oh, Hey, can you bring forward your camera? Hold on. Yeah. You're, you're not centered. <clears throat> I'm not. No. You're, yeah. There you go. Oh, there you go. Better. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. It's just, it's just, it's just kind of sad. You know, there's some people that I like to talk to, but when we start talking about, you know, virtue or anything just of changing how we are, they, they make a joke and then they just switch the subject. And what's sad is that everyone laughs with them. And then they also go with that subject too. And and like, and I'm like, Whoa, what the heck? We're finally actually talking about like, or getting to know each other or, like knowing how we think or, you know, having those meaningful conversations that actually assist us in growing in just growth in general, not like spiritually or anything like it's just growth in general, which a lot of people lack. Right. So, yeah, I see that all the time. Right. I completely agree. So don't be those guys. If if you get someone that comes to you and he starts spewing deep stuff, try to learn. Don't make yeah. fun of them. Learn. Don't change the subject. Learn. Learn. Because there's always one thing I've always like knew is there's always someone smarter than you, and someone someone smarter than you. So don't oh, think yeah. you know everything. Don't laugh something off. Listen. I think it's so important to be the idiot in the room. Like (laughs) 
it's so it's so important to be the to be the, especially if you're like in a management or leadership position you should you should be more so of an idiot because when 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 you're in that position you should be asking more questions rather than uh demands mm-hmm. but we're getting into like leadership oh yeah yeah stay on topic stay the course six but i say again that there is no remedy all as St. Paul says, who wish to live in union with Jesus Christ must be persecuted by the world. And all that will live godly in Christ shall suffer persecution. All the saints have been persecuted. You say, I do not injure anyone. Why then am I not left in peace? What evil have the saints and particularly the martyrs done? They were full of charity. They loved all and labored to do good to all. And how have they been treated by the world? They have been flayed alive. They've been flayed, like literally flayed alive. Yeah. They have been tortured with red hot plates of iron. Yeah, literally. And have been put to death in the most cruel manner. And whom has Jesus Christ, the saint of saints, injured? He consoled all. He healed all. Virtue went out from him and healed all. I love, <laughs> I love that. That is so epic. Virtue went out from him and healed all. How And how has the world treated him? It has persecuted him. So as to make him die through pain on the infamous gibbet of the cross. I think basically what he's saying is just because because you live virtuously the world is coming after you yeah that's it's gonna end up happening it's like sorry guy like yeah you're not bothering anyone but the world hates you yeah that's what jesus christ said if if the world has hated me it's gonna hate you too and it's going on that i guess is the cause of like well why do people make fun of me why do people like mock me because i'm christian i'm I'm trying to like be holy and like to help people because that's something that we do, but we get mocked all the time. What's up with that? I think that if, if if we experience that, I feel like God is showing favor upon you. It's like, yes, you're, you're, you're doing a good job. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that is so, that is so profound because we're so not used to hearing the word suffer in like in, in, in a positive way. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. The Christian faith is so soft now. Well, sorry. No, no, no. The ones who teach the faith promote this soft church of nice. Yeah. Like let's, let's hold hands. Don't touch my hands, number one. Number number two, number two, we are called towards martyrdom. That requires that requires unmitigated daily discipline in uh, in all things. (laughs) (laughs) But what's interesting here is that uh, Saint Alphonsus is like talking about the same exact thing that we're kind of experiencing with our church. There's a little bit of softness. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Looks like there was a little bit of softness back then. There was, bro, there was softness all from the, the very, from, oh, yeah, from the yeah, very from the beginning. beginning. Oh, my gosh. But, but you know what, though? It's so insane that, like, what, what softness did, did they experience? Yeah. Yeah. Compar- compared to what we are going through today. Like, we, I, think, I think no matter what, there has always been a struggle, struggle for virtue. And, but the yeah. thing is, nowadays is we've become so soft because of our technology. Though we yeah. have the information on how to be virtue more prevalent than in the past, but we won't even do it because we're so comfortable. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's continue on. This one's a long one. This happens because, all right, so or the persecutions, right? This happens because the maxims of the world are diametrically opposed to the maxims of Jesus Christ. Makes sense. What the world esteems, Jesus Christ regards as folly. <laughs> you think that's cool? That's dumb. <laughs> For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. And what is foolish? in the eyes of the world that is oh and what is foolish in the eyes of the world that is crosses sickness contempt ignominies jesus christ holds in and ignominies jesus christ hold in great estimation so crosses sickness contempt and ignominies are things that the world the world thinks as foolish but jesus thinks is great hmm Yeah, so basically suffering. Yeah. For the word of the cross to them indeed that perish is foolishness. How says Saint Cyprian, can a man think himself to be a Christian when he's afraid to be a Christian? <laughs> man, oh, it's just going through this whole like we're recording during the time of COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is what I'm seeing here. And the closure of the churches, the the utter kind of, I don't know, lack of creativity and leadership of our from our leaders. And we have, yeah, what's foolish in the eyes of the world, that is sickness. But we should be holding, like, taking this time as an opportunity. Yeah. And we're not. Yep. Dude, you know what made me so upset during during um what was it? The the, the second maybe second quarter of 2020 mm. made me so upset. Maybe it's the third quarter, probably the third quarter of 2020. That you had Protestant and Jewish and Muslim religious leaders. They were pissed that they couldn't worship in their holy places they were pissed and they went out to the streets and they protested the only people that stayed inside and did nothing were our bishops yeah our catholic bishops oh my oh my goodness i was 
I was set ablaze, my friend. I was so angry. Like it's literally if your job reaches the height of the pinnacle of your job is to go to the streets and to fight for the faith. Like that's especially as a bishop and you missed the opportunity, the height of your career as bishop was to fight against the tyrannical government and to protect our, our churches, to protect the people, to practice their faith. And you blew it. Yep. (laughs) and then all the pastors closing up their parishes not offering single sacraments to the people that that is that is that that is regarding our past episodes that's a real scandal like that's a sinful scandal that bishops are shutting down churches and saying hey you can't baptize we will not allow your child to be baptized no we will we will not administer reconciliation Oh my goodness, yeah. the scandal. Yes, that is scandal. Oh my gosh. Can a man and, think himself to be a Christian when he's afraid to be a Christian? That that that's the question for our bishops. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're if devils. We, if we are Christians, let us show that we are Christians in the name of in the name and in truth. In name and in truth. For if we are ashamed of Jesus Christ, he will be ashamed of us and cannot give us a place on his right hand on the last day. For he that shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him the Son of Man shall be ashamed when he shall come in his majesty. Luke chapter 9, 26. On the day of judgment, he shall say, You have been ashamed of me on earth. I am now ashamed to see you with me in paradise. Begone, accursed souls. Go into hell to meet your companions. We have been ashamed of me. But mark the words, he that shall be ashamed of me and of my words, St. Augustine says, that some are ashamed to deny Jesus Christ, but not do not blush to deny the maxims of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Yeah. How many people say, oh, I love Jesus. Do you follow him? Do you follow everything he says? No, that you don't love him. Yeah. But you may tell me that if you say you cannot do such an act because it's contrary to the gospel, your friends will turn you into ridicule and will call you a hypocrite. Then says St. John Christosom, you will not suffer to be treated with derision by a companion and you are content to be hated by god that's human respect yeah that yes yes but you may tell me that if you say you cannot do such an act because it's contrary to the gospel your friends will turn you into a ridicule and will call you a hypocrite you will not suffer to be treated with derision by a companion and you are but you are content to be hated by god so that shit will lead you to hell because when, when St. Cyprian says, can a man think himself to be a Christian when he's afraid to be a Christian? The only reason why a man would be afraid to be a Christian is because he doesn't want to offend others or just for the sake, just for the sake of propriety. I, you know, I, I don't want to show off or, or I feel shy or I'll feel embarrassed. That, that is all 
that is all human respect. Yeah. You've got to, they'll go to hell for that, man. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I mean, like we have we we have the perfect situation going on here now, right? It's it's an it's amazing, right? How many how many people has been invited to to like a brunch on Sunday? Oh yeah, come! Everyone's gonna be there. Oh no, we're going to mass. Oh what? You don't want to be with your family? You don't have to go to mass, you know. It's been lifted. You don't have to go, so you should come with us. No. By the way, I hate go that. to mass. I hate that. If anybody says, if anybody has that that argument of, of, well, the bishop says it's no longer a sin, so I should not. I don't have to go to mass. Like, is that is that really what the Eucharist is to you? Just like, yeah. just For- something you can check off <laughs> off your list, your weekly list. Yeah, I, wait, wait. I that that yeah. that is like that is the most mediocre, bullshit yeah. mindset. Yeah. I like if you actually believed. If you actually believed in the Eucharist, our professor, I remember, I remember our, our professor saying this back in college. He said, if you actually believed in the Eucharist, you would crawl on broken glass and burning coal to get inside that church. Yeah. Like even if the bishop said, you don't ever have to touch the Eucharist ever again, that doesn't, that shouldn't even matter. Yeah. It shouldn't matter if it's a sin or not a sin. You should get inside that church. Yeah. Yep. I hate that attitude. Oh yeah. Oh oh, it's it's not a sin. Like that, that is such bare minimum. Yeah, just, just come to my barbecue. Here, here's are... the thing. Here's the thing. Like here, here's the greater thing. It's like, all right. Like for us, we're always measured by the amount of our love, right? Or yeah. amount of our charity. If the bishops say, you know, the 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 Sunday obligations removed, so the matter of justice is removed. So if you go to mass on Sundays, that's now a matter of charity. Yes. Yes. I like that. I mean, so someone, if someone has something contrary to that, please let me know. I mean, I can't wait till the Sunday obligation is back on. It shouldn't even, who cares? Like, that's my attitude. I'm no, 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 to- no, no. It, it doesn't matter because it's, it's a, uh, because it's a matter of justice. Like now it's, it's not necessary because the bishop said, you know, what, what you bind on earth, it will be bound in heaven. What is loose on earth will loose in heaven. Right. So, but if they bind that up again and says, now you're obligated, you know, that's good. We, we need that obligation because we suck. I'm sorry. If we don't, if we're not told what we need to do, then we're not going to do it. I agree. Right. Because people's charity is terrible, especially now because we're too comfortable. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's 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 insane. But now, like the fact that we removed it out of out of the minimum of justice that we are required to give to God, you know, it's pathetic now. But oh yeah, go to church, please. Go to church on Sundays. Or if you're if you're afraid, just wear the dang mask and cover your face. Wear a hazmat suit. Just go to mass. Yeah, wear, worship. Wear a hazmat suit. You can sit next to people. You yeah. can literally you can touch them. Just wear the hazmat suit. Are you gonna look like an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. <laughs> there you go. Correct. You know, if, <laughs> that good. <laughs> maybe and, but you know maybe what? you should have a little humiliation. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's there's no there's oh, no maybe we should do that. That'll be great. 
So there's wear no, a hazmat yeah. suit. I was afraid, but I wanted to come to mass. Yeah. <laughs> there, and 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 by the way, there is no there is no follow up after that. There's no like encouragement. It's look like an idiot, get to mass. Period. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? God does, and he's like, you will you, you will me. suck it up. That's the attitude. And, I'm, yeah. and by the way, by the way, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> you haven't gone to mass though. No, I go to mass. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I'm not. Go- I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> right, no, 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 no. Sorry, that? sorry. No, 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 no. I retract that. Uh, I don't want to offend. I don't want to offend God. God, yeah. Well, you still deserve hell. Of course, sir. Every every day. <laughs> oh man. Second point on the means of overcoming human respect. Yes. To overcome human respect, punch people in the face. No, no, no. Just kidding. Okay, don't do that. I know what you said it right. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) It is necessary to to over to overcome human respect. It is necessary to fix in our hearts the holy resolution of preferring the grace of God to all the goods and favors of this world, and to say with Saint Paul, neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor any other creature that shall be able to separate us from the love of God. See that that's it. That's, that's the answer right there. Like nothing should separate you from the love of God. Nothing should separate you from the Eucharist. And, and when, and when a Bishop says, Oh yeah, you know, it's our, our obligations lifted because of COVID your attitude should be, well, I'm going to church anyways. I'll find one. I'll find one. And I'll say a thousand spiritual um what do you call it communions so yeah that's still not good that's still not good enough get inside that church yeah yep jesus christ exhorts us not to be afraid of those who can take away the life of the body but to fear him only who can condemn the soul and body to hell and fear you not them that kill the body but rather fear him that can destroy both soul and body into hell. Okay, hold on. By the way, I'm st- I'm still thinking about what about the about the 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 lift of um the obligation. Mm-hmm. Here's another part. Here's another part. Have you gone inside a Costco or a Trader Joe's or a Walmart lately? You're packed in there like sardines, but that's not a big deal because your food is in there. And because your comfort is in there oh, yeah. and you're willing to go and buy your stupid food, but you're not willing to go to church and s- sit next to somebody who's 20 feet away. It's bullshit. Yeah. And to receive the real food. And to re- yeah, exactly. And to receive the, the real, real food. food, the real food. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Idiots. I'm talking about myself. We wish either to follow God or the world. If we wish to follow God, we must give up the world. How long do you halt between two sides, said Elias to the people. If the Lord be God, follow him. You cannot serve God and the world. He that seeks to please men cannot please God. If, says the apostle, yet I pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. This is perfect. This is human respect. Yeah. I think that, Pleasing I think right yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that St. Alphonse is just to find it. You didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. can, you, cannot, you cannot serve God and the world, period. He yeah. that seeks to please men 
cannot please God. That by definition, like literally that equals sign human respect. Yeah. So if you feel bad for not going to that brunch that your mom invited you to, that's bad. Yeah. You don't yeah, feel that, bad. You should be telling your, you should be dragging your mother to church. Yeah. Yes. If anybody should feel bad, it's the people that went to brunch and not mass. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, it's phony. When I first learned about human respect, I was like, whoa, okay, I didn't know it was that. And then yeah, I me read too. more of it. And I'm like, dang, maybe I'm not an asshole. I just don't have human respect. <laughs> You know, when when I when I first heard about it, I thought to myself, I didn't know there was an actual term for this. I thought it was just idiocy. I mean, it, it is, but I thought it was just like me being weak. You know? Yeah. I go, yeah, I should please, you know, whatever. I, I should probably go to this, that, or the other thing, and I don't want, don't want to offend. Oh, yeah. But like, I didn't know that human re- like I didn't know that you actually like the church had a label for it. Yeah. It's awesome. It's- yeah, it's great, and I love it. That Jesus talked. Jesus talked about it. Yeah, right. Jesus didn't have any human respect. Zero. Like, what? What did he do when he went into the temple? He flipped tables. Yeah. Yeah. He had. Oh, yeah. He had no human respects. Like, you, what are you doing, you dumbasses? Selling shit in my temple? It's my father's house. Piece of crap. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Jesus was a pacifist. Yes. He would never hurt a fly. Yeah. He'll slap you. No, he wouldn't. Well, maybe. I don't know. Did he ever slap anybody? I mean, he did crack the whip. He did crack the whip and he told he basically told Peter to get behind him, he Satan. He called Peter Saint. He called the rock of the church. The first Pope Satan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had zero human respect. <laughs> he <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and, and I guess to, to define why didn't he have human respect is because he's God. He's above everyone else. He didn't need to respect anybody. He was anything. willing. He was willing to offend so much that he was willing to get crucified for it. Oh yeah, yeah. See, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm always surprised with the whole this whole like idea of, you know, Jesus like. Like, oh, yeah, like now, like the social justice, like, oh, Jesus back then, he was, you know, uh, bound by his cultural thing. You know, if he really was able to, he would have changed all these things. Like, you obviously don't have a single understanding of ancient Judaism. And basically everything he did was offensive to Judaism. That's why he was crucified. Yes. Yep. Oh man, he didn't care about cultural norms. He was outside of it. He's like, I'm making new new culture. This is what you need to do. Stop doing that crap and start doing this. This is good for you. Be perfect, like my father is perfect. Done. Done. Nah, not buying that at all. Sermon. What is this? Uh, ten twenty. That twenty eight. Twenty eight. Pentecost Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, yes, Sunday. on conformity to the will, the will of God. you will you will conform to the will. <laughs> I love that. I love how submissive, like I feel after hearing that. Oh yeah, 
Like I yeah. feel like a I feel like a dog with my tail in between my legs. You will conform yes. to my will. Like okay, yes. Yes, yes, God, yes, God, yes, yes, yes. All right. First point: Our sanctification consists entirely in the conformity to the will of God. No, okay, that's it. <laughs> Done. That's the only way we get to heaven is to conform to the will of God. Yes. Yes, you will be a conformist. Yes, to the will of God. To the will of God. All right, number one. It is certain that our salvation consists in loving God. Okay, that's nice. A soul that does not love God is not living, but dead. He that loveth not abideth in death. The perfection of love consists in conforming our will to the will of God and life in his good will. Have charity, which is the bond of perfection. According to the Aeropagite, the principal effect of love is to unite the wills of lovers so that they may have but one heart and one will. Hence, all our works, communions, prayers, penances, and alms please God in proportion to their conformity to the divine will. And if they are contrary to the will of God, they are no longer acts of virtue, but defects to serving chastisement. I'm good. This is good. It's kind of like going back to the whole, like obeying your confessor. Yeah. Right. So like your confessor is now the will of God. You need to do that. What he says. Find a confessor. It'll help you find conform to the will of God. Yeah. The second one. Willis preaching one day, Jesus Christ was told that his mother and brethren were waiting for him. In answer, he said, whosoever shall do the will of my father, that is in heaven. He is my brother and sister and mother. By these words, he gave us to understand that he acknowledged as friends and relatives those only who fulfill the will of his father. Dang. Hmm. Um, can I read number seven? Yeah. We should conform to the divine will, not only in misfortunes, which come directly from God, such as sickness, loss of property, privation of friends and relatives, but also in crosses, which come to us from men, but indirectly from God, such as acts of injustice, defamations, calumnies, injuries, and all other sorts of persecutions. But you may ask, does God will that others commit sin by injuring us in our property or in our reputation? No, God wills not their sin, but he wishes us to bear with such a loss and with such humiliation that he wishes us to conform on all such occasions to his divine will. 
yeah, this all makes sense to me. Yep. Good things and evil are from God. <laughs> Good things <laughs> and evil from God are from God. That's it. That's from um, Ecclesiastes. Is that what it Ecclesiastes, says? Ecclesiastes. Yeah. All blessings such as riches and honors and all misfortunes such as sickness and persecutions come from God. But mark that the scripture calls them evils only because we, through the want of conformity to the will of God, regard them as evils and misfortunes. Oh, <coughs> that's interesting. It's all perception. We call them the mark that the scriptures call them evils only because we through the want of conformity to the will of God regard them as evils and misfortunes but in reality if we accepted them from the hands of God with Christian resignation they should be blessings and not evils oh now this that's all mindset. That's perception. That's it's like good. it's good. Well, oh, I'm sick. Good. Good. Huh. This is great. Evils are not evils. They're opportunities. <laughs> They're <laughs> <laughs> these are not evils. These are opportunities. Opportunities. Put that on a shirt. This is not evil. This is it's an opportunity. <laughs> this is excellent. I never thought of it that way. No? Oh, man. This wow. is like the best thing. I'm going to read scripture completely different now. Like all the people that suffered in scripture, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. You didn't see that as an opportunity, Pagan. Yeah, you didn't take that. You didn't. That was an opportunity. And you failed. What's wrong you with missed you? it? Yeah. Even, bro. Even in the Old Testament, we could say that. Oh yeah, no, like that's mostly the Old Testament. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was thinking of. Well, you know, it's true that what he says that good things and evil are from God because, you know, it makes sense. I guess it, it matters on the context of, of what you know, that verse is talking about because like all, all blessings and curses come from God. So if you do something bad, God will curse you. If right. you are, if you go contrary to the covenant or to the law, God will curse you like immediately. Right. So that's, I guess that's like a thing. Like if you miss, if they missed a set or if they worked on Saturday, they get boils. Right. Or that, that's like get boils. Yeah. And, and it's immediate. So, like, oh, it's good. You need that because you're not doing something right. Chastisements are always a good thing for us because we suck. Yeah. So if we no, have, no, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I just never thought about the perception of what an evil, um, I just I just never thought of it as as as, as perception. I just thought of it as like, yeah, evils are happening because God is allowing them to happen because we suck. I never yeah. thought of them as like 
oh no, this is an opportunity for you to grow. Yeah. Like even in scripture. Yeah. I never perception. Oh, I guess that's the, that solves the problem of evil. Maybe not. I don't know what like bad thing happens. Well, bad things happen. So you could be better. Yeah. It's awesome. So COVID. (laughs) Oh yeah. Seriously. Exactly. It's like here, here, like I, I would say COVID is one of the greatest chastisement that's happened in the, eh, maybe not. I don't know. No, no, no. but it's, it's definitely a chastisement because we suck so bad that God literally made the church close its doors. It's like, you're not yeah. going to, you're not, you don't want to love me. Then you don't, you're not even allowed inside. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think it was actually COVID. That's a chastisement. I think it's our. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, talk- be- I'm talking about COVID as the event, not the virus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Not that the virus is the event of COVID. Everything that happened around COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that one. All right. Nice. Resign? Yeah. Yeah. Whatsoever shall befall the just man, it shall not make him sad. Hmm. It's like, oh, it's like Job, right? Like his whole family died. That's fine. (laughs) That's terrible. Oh, I've lost everything. That's good. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I, you know, yeah. Go for it. A soul that loves God is not disturbed by any misfortune that may happen to her. Yeah. 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 Go on. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, it's just like these like one liners is just so great. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so just I like, reading, you, I'm, I'm, I'm like meditating on that. It's like. Yeah, I thought you asked me a question. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, it's good. like I'm just thinking to myself, like something bad happens. Like I can't do an accident. That's cool. Yeah. No, it's not bad. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, oh, my arm is broken. Okay. But that that's so hard, though. Like, yeah, we could talk <laughs> about that. Or someone cuts me off and I react that way. Like, oh, this bastard cut me off. How dare he? It's like, dude, you need to. You need to shut up. You're nothing. You're a worm. You deserve hell. Like, why are you complaining? Yeah. yeah. See, okay. I need to get that tattooed on myself so I never forget. I, I deserve yeah. hell. Right here. Just when you look in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's okay. Let me be honest with you, though. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Oh, yeah. 100%. But I think... That's what's so like interesting about this. Like conforming to God's will are very simple things. Like simple as in it's there's not much to do, but our wills are so weak that we can't yes. do it. Yes. You know, the, okay. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. This is why I love Catholicism, because this this is the epitome of work and prayer. Oh like, yeah. Y- 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 like if you want to pray, you gotta work for it. You want to you want to be virtuous, you have to work for it. You want to conform to God's will, 
you bro you have to put in the work yeah oh but like, remember is- well well like yeah put in the work but uh, some people might take it the wrong way as saying that everything that you do that you get from god is what you do which is not true wait hold on that say that again everything or like you said prayer and work you need to if you want to pray or get holy you need to work for it right well it's not always the case you only get holier because of god yeah but you don't you don't just wake up one morning and be like oh no some people do padre peel was like that he was he was already holy when he was a kid he didn't work for it god gave it to him well no it is no well no no it's it's called this it's um in, in order to grow virtuous yes you do some work right but actually at the end of the day it's all god giving you more virtue it's called the passive purgation of the soul yeah i'm not arguing that well what yeah. i am saying is that every bur- every oh, no, i guess i'm putting a distinction of how much work one needs to put in because trust me no matter how much work you do if you're not conforming to god's will you're not going to get any holier and also there's actually a certain point of how much you can do before you actually get holier until or until god makes you holier yeah that's essentially yes i agree with you but what i'm trying to tell you is it doesn't matter how holy you are you're gonna have to work for it like even 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 padre pio it's not like it's not like every every single time he prayed a rosary was perfect it's not like every single time he prayed it was perfect he i mean he there was moments of him yelling at his guardian angel because he didn't he get attacked by a demon or something oh yeah and didn't didn't he even have like but but the virtue like he, no no yeah he, he had like he had like significant like physical ailments that he like he oh, was yeah. like he could only eat like what milk and bread and everything else would like make him sick yeah. i mean what i'm saying what i'm saying is there's going to be suffering yeah. in your life like that's what i'm saying okay well there's i think the, i think that's to, different from work well i'm saying work in terms of just like the colloquial term of <laughs> Like attaining okay, more okay. discipline. Well, I mean, well, you don't just you don't, you don't, you don't just you wake don't. up. God, God does not allow people to just wake up and be like, "Oh yes, everything is perfect." Mm, yes, Padre Pio. Like, no, everybody suffered. Well, well, one thing you could be perfect and still suffer. Yes, that's the point. That's what yeah, I'm trying well, to tell okay, you. Okay, okay, no, it's because when you said work, it that's a different term. Okay, altogether, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe maybe instead of work, suffer. Yeah, because like like discipline, you don't need to have discipline in order to suffer. No, but you need discipline in, in order to persevere. Or it depends on like yes, it's true. You're you're one hundred percent correct. I just like to draw the line of a distinction because we could get into the heresy of semi-Pelagianism. That's also true. So correct. We can only do so much before only God does it for us. What what is what is Pelagianism? It's the fact that you could work to oh you could, you earn heaven, like you or um what's it called? Your action is it, your actions is what is meritorious. Your actions are meritorious. Yeah, it, but it's it's a hard because it, the R 
in only in so far is that you are conforming to God's will. Correct. Correct. Right. So, yes. but the thing is, is that they believe that uh, if you do like a hundred rosaries, that you'll get like a hundred days out of purgatory. Or, no, no. Uh, it's that you can earn your salvation. That's what I mean. You earn your salvation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, that, go ahead. Go, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, please, please. No, I, no, no, I, no. I have nothing else. I don't either. I'm an idiot. Oh, okay. Well, okay. It's because, like, I just wanted to make the distinction of work. You know, like, you work to heaven, but in reality, there's only amount, there's only a small amount of work, of, of your own work, your own will that does to actually get holier. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When you pray, you're, when you when you get to a point of your holiness, you're not praying in, or you are praying, but it's not you doing anything anymore. It's all God. Yeah, that's true. Like your that's discipline true. is not purging you anymore. It's God. It's called the passive purgation of the soul. It's also known as the dark night of the soul or dark night of the senses. I'm not arguing that it's that it's not God. I think that you and I, I think maybe, maybe you and I are in agreement, but we're just saying it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we are, too. I think I am, too. No, I, I guess it's just more on drawing the lines of a distinction. I think when. Maybe I need to read back to the tape, and I just ran into it too much uh, when you said work. It's just like, you know, be distinct. Like, you don't, sorry, sorry, guys, just because you read the whole Bible doesn't mean you're perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I think you're right. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. It's my, it's my, my mistake. I think um, it's, or, or you could say this, your discipline is not going to help you get to heaven. Actually, your discipline, no matter how hard it is, is not good enough for God. Yes, it, it you God has to come down and change you himself. Yes, correct. And it's nothing that you do. It's all him. So that's why I'm saying, like, when I said Padre Pio, like he had graces upon upon measures that no normal kid had when he was a child. Okay, because, okay, okay, okay. Now, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding. Yeah. Yes, one hundred percent. I agree with you. However, with that idea, it's also important to say. It's also important to recognize that, even though it's not you you still have to suffer. Oh, oh yeah, naturally, naturally. I mean, it's, it's, it's part of the whole purgation parse process, right? It's, yeah, it's one, it's one in the same. It's like, there's two kinds. It's like the, the fact that you are suffering the thing. And then there's God doing the stuff, like making you suffer. Like there's the external. That's like what he says here. Um, What was it? Um. Like all, all those all those things, sickness. Oh, come on, where is it? 
both sickness, loss of property, privations, and also injustice, defamation, calumnies, injuries, and all other sorts of persons. Those are all external, right? Well, Correct. Those all purify us externally. But there's an internal purification that God does to our own souls. And that's that's worse than anything else that's outside of here. Yes, that's correct. That is a different kind of suffering altogether, and that sucks. And so that would be the dark night of the soul. Yes. Like you someone would go through that and like like these things will be nothing because they're suffering more. Yes. yes they're yes. suffering so much more. It's like, oh, this happened. Okay, whatever. It's like it's not a depression. It's not even an indifference. It's just it's that your heart is just conforming so much to God that nothing else matters. Hmm. Yes. Yes. All right. Where are we? Oh, yeah. I was still reading. Uh, you're like the middle of nine middle of the nine yeah, that certain monks who did not por- perform great austerity okay here we go uh Caesarius relates that a certain monk who did not perform greater austerities than his companions wrought many miracles being astonished at this the abbot asked him one day what were the monks what were the works of piety which he practiced he answered that he was more imperfect than the other monks but that his sole concern was to conform himself to the divine will. Were you displeased, said the abbot, with the person who injured us so grievously a few days ago? No, father, replied the monk. I, on the contrary, thanked God for it, because I knew that he does, I knew that he does or permits all things for our good. From this answer, the abbot perceived the sanctity of the good religious. We should act in a similar manner under all the crosses that come upon us. Let us always say, yeah, Father, for so hath it seemed good in thy sight. Lord, this is pleasing to thee. Let it be done. He that acts in this manner enjoys that peace which the angel announced at the birth of Jesus Christ to men of goodwill, that is, to those whose wills are united to the will of God. Uh, Yeah, it's like, like Mary, right? She was immaculately conceived. She knew, like she she was already perfect. She knew that uh, that the Christ who was to come would suffer greatly, right? And yes. so when she heard this angel telling him, "You are going to have the Son of the Most High," and she said, "Yeah," she was conform- she was already conformed to the divine will, and she was she said yes because she was conformed to the divine will. And she didn't care about the sufferings that she was going to have. So some some writer says that she had the she has she um, Mary um, has the longest martyrdom because her suffering started when she announced when the angel, angel announced to her. Hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, cool. I'll cool. have the son. Let's do it." We need to be like that too, I think. We need to have that kind of courage. I think that takes a lot of courage and bravery. 
that's courage. That's literally courage and bravery. I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny how we talk about like, um, I think we talked about this earlier before we started, um, like what, what are the virtues? Like, um, are they all for everyone or for just some, or, and we said, yeah, it was for everyone. And, but there's some things that are more attributed to men and something, some other virtues are attributed more to women. Uh, we have them all. It's just some of them are more, you know, inclined to one than the other. Right. But what's interesting is that a woman showed the greatest bravery mm. and the greatest courage. That's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. That, that, that Not that I'm thinking about that, but yeah. That's why men should pray to mom. But why? Not, not, not only she's that. She's braver than you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not only. See, like she is, she is the perfection of all virtue, which is so cool because you can see it play out. She even has more virtue of of perseverance because she continued to suffer more so than any other saint. And she not once doubted herself or, or doubted the events or, Mm -hmm. or, 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 or said no, or, I mean, she just said, yes, her fiat, her fiat fiat. is, is like the pinnacle of perseverance. Yes. I will do this thing. Yeah. So, men, that's why we pray the rosary. Men need to pray the rosary. Why? Because we need to be led by her. Yes. She is the definition of bravery and courage and perseverance. Perseverance. This lady, our lady, pray the rosary. All right. Number two, or you want to go ahead and read that one? Yeah. But how great is the folly of those who resist the divine will. And instead of receiving tribulations with patience, get into rage and accuse God of treating them with injustice and cruelty. Perhaps they expect that in consequence of their opposition, what God wills shall not happen. Who resisteth his will? Miserable men, instead of lighting the cross with which God sends them, They make it more heavy and painful. Who hath resisted him and hath great and hath peace? Let us be resigned to the divine will, and we shall thus render our crosses light and shall gain great treasures of merits for eternal life. In sending us tribulations, God intends to make us saints. This is the will of God your sanctification he sends us crosses not because he wishes evil to us but because he desires our welfare because he knows that they are conducive to our salvation all things work together unto god even the chastisements which come from the lord are not for our destruction but for our good and for the correction of our faults let us believe that these scourges of the Lord have happened for our amendment and not for our destruction. God loves us so tenderly that he not only desires, but is solic- solicitous 
about our welfare. The Lord says, or the Lord says, David is careful for me. Yeah, this is great. I think that, um, I mean, this paragraph is like a a super condensed short version of like preparation for death. It's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you want to be virtuous. You have to callous the mind, callous the body. You're going to suffer for it. I mean, this is, he's basically talking about the ascetical life. Yeah. So, I mean, all, yeah, all this makes sense. That's all I got. Cool. I think with this too, a lot of people suffer from this, right? Instead of receiving tribulations with patience, get into a rage and accuse God of treating them with injustice and cruelty. Yep. People just don't know how to suffer well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's totally a difference between suffering in vain and suffering for and suffering well. Easy. I suffer in vain all the time because I'm an idiot. You idiot. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> but I think that's something that, you know, this is, this is probably like the hardest thing right now because we're so comfortable. And the fact that we're so poorly catechized that we don't understand God. We treat him like this, like, like uh, what's called, like, like a little genie that says, oh, please do this for me. And then if it doesn't happen, boom, they get angry no. with God. You know what? You know what we were taught was that we're perfect. And God loves you just the way you are. And oh, that yeah. is that is the biggest psychological screw up that has ever happened to our to to the human race. Oh yeah. When someone someone tells you, honey, you're perfect. God loves you just the way you are. Bitch, no. No. That is so <laughs> that, that is that is so that is not. That is not just anti-Catholic. That is anti-Christian, anti-human. Yeah. It's anti-human. It's anti-human. Yeah. You are first off. That's human respect. It's human. Re- thank you. Yeah. It's, human, it's, it's human respect. <laughs> it's it's a scandal. It's a scandalous thing to tell me that I'm perfect and God loves me just the way I, the way I am. No. That, that is. You're a piece of shit. Be better. And you and you can't. <laughs> but it's not just be better. It's like Conform. you're a piece of you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit and you're not even supposed to be. Like yeah. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> you're not even supposed to be. You're what are you to, doing? Like, <laughs> you're you're you're, supp- you're you're actually you're you're supposed to be perfect. Now do it. And like and but why are you not? Why are you why are you the way that why are you the way that you are? Why 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 are you a piece of shit? You're acting like one. Yeah. But you're but Stop. you're not one. Like that, you want you want a pep talk? That's the pep talk. You, you're you're tougher than you think you are. That's a pep talk. That's good. Yeah, be tough. Uh, you know, suffer well, <laughs> and and fight fight your your stupid temptations. Yeah, and pursue the arduous. Or with something when something hard, like yes, like if you pursue the hard, uh, arduous, the tribulations will be easy right yes yes but yes. sometimes that's and like god will never give you more than you can handle 
right? So those tribulations, they're tough. Just take it. Take the beating. It's good for you. It's an opportunity to grow. Yeah. It's good. Just take it. Receive it. And then give it back. That's it. It's we need to stop like trivializing or blaming God for things that happen to us. Like if I would the only time I would blame God is as I said, God, I want to be holier, and you're not making me holy. <laughs> or maybe he is. Or maybe I'm just too too selfish. I wouldn't I wouldn't even say that. Yeah. <laughs> that that's like um it's like with the, the litany of um, humility, humili- right? of yeah. humility. Just make me as holy as I should be holy. Yeah. A- enough not to lead me to hell. Yeah. Because we deserve hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, You're not I, perfect. I, you deserve hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I, I, oh my gosh. The, the worst thing that has ever happened to us is this idea. God loves you just the way you are. Okay. If that's the case, then why would I go to confession? Yeah. Why would I go to church? Oops, why would it's I? me. That's the way I am. Oh, my goodness gracious. God loves me still. No, no, no. he doesn't. No, stop. God hates stop. the sinner. Yeah. St. <laughs> Alphonsus. Okay, he's quoting from St. Alphonse's in The Preparation for Death. It's in there. Read it. Is that scrupulous, <laughs> though? I feel like I don't think that God hates the sinner. I just think God just. No, he quotes scripture a lot to say that, yeah, God hates the sinner. <laughs> he does hate the sinner, doesn't he? <laughs> he quotes too much scripture to say otherwise. I don't think it's scrupulous. And I don't think that's the definition or or thinking that is scrupulous is the proper use of the word term scrupulous. No, I think so. I know. I think it is. Um, does God hate the sinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but does he hate? But, but hatred, is that the correct? Well, here's the thing, right? Like God hates the sinner, but he loves a contrite heart. No, you know what? No, no, no. Hatred is the right word. Because God's not apathetic. He's not, he's not apathetic towards us. He doesn't look at us as like, eh, no. I don't oh, care yeah. about your soul. No, he cares so much that he's willing to hate us because we're so stupid that we choose sin. It's like, oh, this idiot. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Pokey. I just thought I just, I just thought through that. That makes sense. What's funny? Well, what's what's funny? You know, here's the here's the thing, right? God's love, you can almost measure it by his chastisement. Right? Like he well, well, I guess it depends on the perception, right? Like it says here, um, you know, evils are only as a perception. It's bad for us because we're not conformed to God's will. But if we are, all these are great things. Because they're helping us get better. So, so chastisements are meant to make us grow. So I wonder, like, so it's not an apathy, but what's well? Here, here's the thing. Here, maybe, maybe you can help me out here. Put my thoughts together. I remember 
our professor who says, you know what the consequence of sin is? Stupidity. No. Yeah. No, well, the consequence of sin to us is that we enjoy it. No, that's not a consequence. No, no. It, I mean, we, we, we get the, the, the normal sense of the term of the consequences of sin is that we get our intellects in dark and our, and our will is tarnished. But but like he says, it's the, the fact that when we sin, we enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah. And that's, so but that's not a consequence. Though. No, no, no. But but here's the thing, right? It's God hates us, but he allows us to sin and keep sinning and enjoying the sin. But when God loves us, he makes it hard for us. Because we need that harshness for ourselves because that will that will get us to be perfect. It's kind of crazy. When God hates us, he is allowing us to experience moments of hell. Because that's what sin is. Well, um, it, 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 no. Kind of. Oh, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. I take no. back what I said because I just realized, I just realized you can't, you can't even sin in hell. No, it's not that. It's the fact that sin is just an act contrary to God, right? So, oh, God's law, God's name, and your human nature. But, um, but he allows us to join, enjoy it because if, in reality, if 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 a committing sin is participating in hell, then we'll never sin again. Yeah, th- th- that's what I'm saying. Like that's I. I well, that I, doesn't I, 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 happen. I, that's why I took back what oh. I said. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm saying I take back what I said. Yeah. So it's just the, oh my. God. If that were true, man, everyone would be saints. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's finish up here. Let us then always throw ourselves into the hands of God, who so ardently desires and so anxiously watches over our eternal salvation, casting all your care upon him, for he hath care of you. He who during life casts himself into the hands of God shall lead a happy life and shall die a holy death. You know, I totally 100% agree with this because it's all about perception. If you think evil is a good thing that's happening to you, you're going to be happy. It's not going to phase you. You'll be happy and you'll need less things and you're not worried about what the world wants. Because you're conformed to God's will. I always always believe that. It's like, man, if follow Jesus, trust me, you'll be happy. You'll always be happy. Oh, like you you lost everything. Dude, you're, you're still going to be happy, man. Trust me. Conform to God's will. It's no big deal. You'll be happy. He who <clears throat> dies resigned to the will of God dies a saint. But they who shall not have been united to the divine will during life shall not conform to it at death and shall not be saved. That's why this is like the whole idea of, um, you know, like I have these arguments all the time with people like if a man is, you know, commit, has committed moral sin all his life and he dies in mortal sin, does he have a chance to go to heaven? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, the mercy of God. I'm like, well, what has the mercy of God have to do with anything? 
Yeah, he'll have mercy on it. That's not how mercy works. He has to ask for mercy. And do you think a person who's led a life of sin will have the most special grace in the world to change? No. No, it does not happen that, that often or at all. The accomplishment of the divine will should be the sole object of all our thoughts during the remainder of our days. To this end, we shall direct all our devotions, our meditations, communions, visit to the blessed sacrament, and all our prayers. We should constantly beg of God to teach and help us to do his will. Teach me to do thy will. Psalm 142, I think. Uh, Let us, at the same time, offer ourselves to accept without reserve whatever he ordains, saying to with the apostle, Lord, what wilt thou have me do? Lord, tell me what thou dost with me to do, to do I desire to do thy will. And in all things, whether they be pleasing or painful, let us always have in our mouths the petition of the Patsunoster. Thy will be done. Let us frequently repeat it in the in it in the day with all the affection of our hearts. Happy we if we live and die saying, Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Hmm. That's legit. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, don't have human respect and conform to God's will. That's it. Well, it's not it, but I that's think this is the, yeah, that's it for today. But I think this is like the end all be all. Like, if for our own spiritual path, <clears throat> there's things that are helpful, there's things that are good to consider, right? Like human respect, things we need to fix within ourselves that we could actively do. But I think the end all be all is this conform to the will of God. Because if we could do that, we could take on anything that happens to us in our lives and it'll get us to heaven. And I think, you know, you and I and everyone that is listening or watching wants to go to heaven. So what should we do? Conform to the will of God. Probably the best decision we'll ever do. Mm-hmm. And if we've already done it, if you've already done it, right, and you, you know, living out this life, please, you know, comment and let us know how it's going for you. So, you have any last words? I think uh, it's it's conforming to God's will isn't like a past tense thing. It's like this, it's an ongoing warpath. It's, it's like, it's, it's every day of my existence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's especially when you wake up in the morning, you just like, okay, I will serve you today. Here I am. Send me wherever that is. And just conform to his will every day. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, uh, I think, um, you know, I got to remind myself yeah. to think that, to think that what, to, oh, yeah. to, to think that and do that. Like guys, don't, don't get us wrong here. We know nothing, right? We're 
listening to the Saints. We are reading the Saints because we think they're smarter than us and they already are in heaven. <laughs> no, they are smarter than us. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, this is not us ranting because we think we're right. We're ranting because we think they are right. And yes. so it's it's really more of a, let's call it, uh, accountability thing, right? We say these things, we, we're, not, we're not teaching, we're just repeating what the saints have said. So... Yes. Nothing is from us. So we're learning. We are adapting and we are conforming. So there's always something here. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. I got to change that. Cool. Yes. Good. Conforming to the will of God. All right. Thank you so much. Let's end in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tune in next week for our second episode of Strategy and Tactics. Yes. And uh, that should be a good one. It's going to be great. Trust us. Good night.